Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hi everyone, I'm Teresa Heal, and I want to thank Chris Platty for talking about Young Living Essential Oils. So I'm going to talk about a few of them myself. We have Thieves Essential Oil, and it supports a healthy immune function and may contribute to overall wellness when taken as a supplement, which is our Thieves Vitality line. We have Peppermint, it's fresh and energizing. You can diffuse it in the room while you're studying to improve your concentration, which is great. Then we have lemon, which also aids in concentration, especially wonderful aid for children who are struggling with school or have learning challenges. Those are just a few. So if you have any questions, contact TeresaHeal at Comcast.net. T-H-E-R-E-S-A-H-E-A-L at Comcast.net. Thanks. Have a great day. And thanks, Chris. Hello everyone and welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop, a special episode of Strictly Hip Hop. Uh, as always, I'm your host Chris Platty. You can follow me on Twitter at RealChrisPlatty and joining me is my man Connor Ennis at Connor Ennis on Twitter. Connor is, uh, as you guys know, um, he is part. He is one of the sponsors of the podcast. He runs. He is the co-founder of Hype, the clothing brand. So go support them. They are dope independent. Um, independent clothing brand that are doing some awesome things and also has his own hip-hop stuff kickback hip-hop connor how you doing man doing very well man i'm very excited about this uh whole podcast series we got going on it's gonna be very special can't wait it's gonna be a long journey through all of it but man i'm, I'm excited yes 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 um hopefully we have a lot of new listeners with this one um i'm very excited because this is the start of what we are calling connor week um hashtag connor week is going to be what we use on twitter uh basically what we are doing is uh we are dropping this today on john connor's birthday uh so happy birthday john connor first of all and um we will be drop we will be reviewing uh his last seven mixtapes starting with season one all the way to his last one which is the um which is the best in the world biggie mixtape 
And so each day we will upload a podcast for the next week. So for the next seven days, you will have uh, a review from Connor and I of each and every single uh, John Connor mixtape. So again, we are starting with season one. But first, if you don't know who John Connor is, slap yourself in the face. But let me give you some <laughs> background information. This, um, this MC was born and raised in Flint, Michigan. He grew up poor but was hustling from a young age. By 14, he was able to create his own independent label called All Varsity Music. By 16, he raised enough money to get his own home studio. Um, this I can't confirm. This is one of the facts I actually don't know. I found on Wikipedia, so I, I'm hoping it's right. But uh, but I do know about the 14 thing. So um, at age 19, he released his first official mixtape called The Calling Part 1 and then followed it up with a few mixtapes Everybody Hates Connor in 2006 and The Calling Part 2 in 2008. 2009, the current All Varsity music team began to assemble uh, with Connor connecting with guys like uh, Young Sav and Montine Cleves. Uh, Mich- shout out to Michigan State. Shout out to Spartan Gang. Um, and if you listen to his catalog, um, you know those are very important figures in John Connor's life. This led to the le- release of Season 1 where our process starts, but... Let me just finish the journey for you guys. If you again, if you don't know who John Connor is, so in 2011 he dropped two critically acclaimed projects: Salvation, a collaborative album, and Season Two, the mixtape, which was downloaded nearly 300,000 times between Bandcamp and Dat Piff. In 2012, John Connor released three more mixtapes: Best in the World, Blue Album, The People's Rapper LP, and While You Were Sleeping. We will review all of those throughout the week. Um, this buzz got Connor to receive massive attention in the underground circuit and led to a tour with Exhibit, which if you heard in his song Big Brother, you would know that's what led to him later signing with Dr. Dre. In 2013, he released his debut album Unconscious State, which charted on billboards despite being an, ind- despite being an independent artist. Later that year at the BET Hip Hop Awards, John Connor announced his signing to Aftermath. In addition, Connor announced that he and Chris Webby were working on a collaborative project titled Unsung Heroes, which never came to fruition, which, John Connor, if you're listening, you still owe us that shit. We still need that shit. Uh, in 2014, uh, John Connor released two more mixtapes. Uh, they were Best in the World mixtapes, again, continuing that series, which we'll get into that when they come. Uh, one going over Kanye beats and the other going over Biggie beats. Both mixtapes got very high critical acclaimed. It was then announced that John Connor was working on his debut album titled Vehicle City, and since then, people have been waiting patiently, getting only small pop-ups from John Connor, like his Freshwater for, for Flint performance on live TV, and his two features on Dr. Dre's final album, Compton, in 2015. In 2017, there were strong rumors, indi- uh, including reports that Connor was in Flint recording a music video with Anderson Pack, and it also featured famous actor Terry Crews but nothing ever came to light um, at this moment. And in 2018, John Connor dropped a track called I'm Back in January, which featured Dr. Dre, who announced Vehicle City Aftermath on some 2018 shit, and we are waiting for more. So that is who John Connor is. If everyone does not know, again, go slap yourself in the face, one of the dopest (laughs) MCs. Uh, Connor, you and I both go way back with John Connor, so I'll um, I'll let you take the floor. Where did uh, when did you first kind of get involved with John Connor and his music? Well, I know we have similar um, comings into coming right. into's whatever however you say <laughs> Pass, it. Um, yeah, whatever you want to say. Yeah, 
um, to, uh, to John Connor. So basically in middle school and I want to say like the be- very beginning of high school, uh, probably around like 2008, 2000, no, probably about 2009, um, 2009, 2010, I was, um, really, really big into Chris Webby. He was popping off at that time. Um, he had a couple mixtapes that were coming out and he was catching some fire and he's, he's kind of a similar artist to John Connor and the fact that he's, you know, he was all about getting the whack shit out of the game and bringing more, um, raw like bars and, and, uh, lyrical music back to the game. And he was featured on, um, some of Chris Webby's songs back then. And that's how I found him. And I've, I mean, I don't remember what the very first song was that I heard from him. Um, or sorry, like the very first feature that I heard. But I remember just like being blown away the how good he was. And so I was like, I'm going to check this guy out. So I went on YouTube um, and Dat Piff, listened to all his stuff that was on there at the time. That that, that was probably, I want to say like 2011 maybe. Yeah, I'm 11, not sure. 12. Because I think it was 11, 12 because I think their first collab, correct me if I'm wrong, was the one on Bars on Me, right? The Whatever I Like or... Uh, yes, I believe so. so that makes so sense. So it would have been, which was around the time of, it, I think it was like in between season two and right before the People's Rapper dropped, okay. if, if my memory's right. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So I went back and um, season two was the first, uh, the first mixtape I listened to. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, that's when I really fell in love with it because I, there was just songs on there that immediately after I listened to them, they've, they're songs that have you know, that I still listen to, to this day that are part of my, um, semi auto or semi, um, everyday listens. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a huge John Connor fan. I have been for what now, probably like probably close to seven years. It's been a long time. And, um, I've always been really big on him. I've always been telling my buddies, like, you guys have no idea what's coming. Just wait. I'm just. I'm like, just wait, man. When you when when he pops off, it's gonna happen because he's he's so talented, and I'm and it's it's not even just lyrical ability, but a lot of it is like storytelling and all that. But that's stuff that we go over throughout all the mixtapes uh, that we're gonna go over through all the um, all these mixtape reviews and everything. So. I'm very, very excited to um, review all these with you, and I know it's going to be a hell of a time. Yeah, and uh, kind of, I'll make it quick because I have the exact same path Connor does. Um, again, I was heavy into Chris Webby and the Underground Circuit at that time as well, and the first song that I heard Connor on was the Bars on Me collab, uh, which was Whatever I Like, and I remember the same thing as you, just being blown away by by what Connor brought to that song, and I remember hopping on youtube and uh the first song that came up was someone like me and it was the music video and um i just remember ever since then i was i was like i was like wow this i i I watched that video and i was amazed um it just grabbed me right from the jump i hopped on my computer um i downloaded all the mixtapes off that piff that he had which i think was was it i think it was just actually season two at that point because it was before the people's rapper yeah i remember i I remember reading um i remember reading like reading up on the people's rapper like when it was coming out and um that it was like in the process 
and so um so I so I did that and I and I uh also um and so so I just listened to I listened to season two like and I was just right away hooked um you know and and I'll get into you know the songs but there are some very like you said impactful songs on there for me personally uh which we'll we'll get to in the season two mixtape review but um yeah so then I um so then I was just basically a fan ever since downloaded all his mixtapes you know and uh just been supporting him ever since and uh he's a big reason um i think i've said this before i know i've said this before on my podcast and um john if you're listening um and if you remember actually i um i had wrote i had wrote him a letter when i uh the day i signed or not signed but agreed to a partnership with dead end hip-hop and uh I just stated that John Connor was one of the biggest reasons for me having this podcast because John Connor played an important role in showing me that there was like a whole culture to hip hop. It wasn't, it wasn't just about rapping. Like it wasn't just about the music. It was about, it was about so much more. It was about the lineage and, and everything that comes with hip hop, um, outside of the music. And so, uh, you know, he really taught me and like made me go and do my homework and, go back and study all the greats and you know Chris Webby did as had that same effect as well but I remember John Connor just really resonating with me for that specific reason and so you know he's a big reason he uh he's a big reason I'm here where I'm at doing what I'm doing so um I thought it was only right that uh that we do this Connor week and uh, pay homage to a great a great MC who's doing great things and who's got great things on the horizon yeah so definitely all right, so without further ado, I will kick off the review of season one. I want to talk about um, I want to talk about Uptown first. Uh, okay. What we'll do is, uh, and for those of you that are new to the podcast, we just kind of we just kind of pick a few tracks each and bounce off each other our thoughts, and then we get into our overall ratings and our uh, why we feel what we feel about the about the mixtape and uh, pick our favorite tracks. So Uptown stood out to me. Um, it's the intro track to season one. Uh, it, it's an awesome intro track for. The, it's just got that. Uh, it's just got that banger beat. Uh, features, in my opinion, some of the best production, instrumentation, lyrics, and melodies of the entire tape. It's just. It's just definitely a strong, strong starting track. Um, Connor, I, what are your thoughts on the on the Uptown song? Um, yeah, this, it's, it's really good. He, he does a, he does a really good job on this song. He's got, you know, he's got nice bars. We will, we talk, we're going to talk about a lot of the the same stuff over the course of these mixtape reviews. Definitely. Because a lot of his songs have, um, a lot of similar things that we can say about them. Um, but he's got really good. He's got really nice bars in this song. Um, the beat is from Drake's so far gone album, uh, uptown. Which is actually something I didn't, I didn't re- recognize right away. What song is it again? Uh, it's called uptown. Oh, it is. It is actually called the uptown song. It's, it's actually yeah, called uptown. It's called oh. uptown. Yeah. And it's on Drake's so far gone album. I swear. I've listened, I listened to so far gone quite a few times. I don't remember there being an uptown track. I remember there is kind of like two so far versions of so far gone. Uh, yeah, I'm but I'm pretty sure the song is just called Uptown. Um, we can look into that. Um, yeah. But but anyways, so like oh, overall, yeah. you're right. Um, overall, this the this song I'm pretty sure is like over at like a minute and thirty seconds. It's pretty short yeah. as far as like his um his performance on the song. 
and then I, I believe it cuts into um, just a little bit of the beat playing out. And then the skit at the end of it is pretty funny. Uh, so overall for me, I thought it was a really solid intro to the mixtape. And um, uh, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite songs on the tape. I think just because it's so short, but it, but it's definitely yeah. very solid. Agreed, agreed. I think I I think I have it in my favorites, but I respect I respect that. Um, you know, it is only a, it is basically a quick kind of flash in the, uh, flash in the pan type song in it. Um, but it serves its purpose. It really just gets you energized and ready for the tape right away. So it's a it's a awesome it's an awesome track to me. So I'll let you jump. Uh, what track do you want to go to first? All right, the uh, the first track I picked is Maniac. Um, I think the reason I picked this is really because I liked the the uh, sample of Michael Cimbello's song called Maniac. I thought it was actually super dope how he did that. I wouldn't expect that song to be um, like a great sample, but uh, whoever I don't know who produced who produced this song. I have no idea. Um, but I think I did, John Connor did. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. I know he talks about. I, I believe it's on this mixtape where he talked about um, him being. A producer at some yeah. or like trying to produce or whatever not like he maybe he was just talking about versatility and it, like that he can produce as well but um yeah i liked it a lot lyrically he's talking real shit that's expected um mm-hmm. uh yeah i think besides really that i i think i really just the sample on it stood out to me that was pretty much the only reason i picked the song i like it um it's one of it's one of the songs that i would go back to um over and over on this on this mixtape i like it now see this is interesting because you and i feel like we're gonna agree a lot throughout connor week but Uh um this is where we totally disagree oh okay that's good the the sample 100 percent loses me really yeah like i i don't know i just the way it the way it sounds to me like i'm with you the verses are the verses are fire um you know and i i'll be saying that a lot which when it comes to john connor because that's how that's just how he that's how he rolls but yeah um but that hook just honestly just totally ruins it for me like it it's it just to me it, it comes off it comes off weird and i don't know if it's i don't know if it's the way it's mixed i think it's, it's probably i think it's probably the um i, I could see what you're saying because it's kind of slowed down and it's very like it's uh, I don't even know what the right word is for it, but it's not, it's not something that really like. I don't know if you when you sit down and listen to it, it's just kind of like you you'd have to kind of re- be relaxing to listen to that hook. It's not super. Yeah, it feels like it should have energy, but it doesn't. Okay, yeah, I can agree and, with that. And also, I don't know if and if you'll agree, you might agree with this, but um, another thing to me, another problem I have with it is just that it kind of. It, it like it doesn't really connect with the content of the song like i don't think he really the way i'm remembering his verses like they don't really lead into the hook in any type of way no, do they no they don't they definitely don't the hook's just kind of there it's just kind of there yeah that that's a i think that's a a fairly common theme on this mixtape actually is that right. some of it's just um you know a hook's thrown on there and basically we're listening to his lyrical ability yeah I agree. I agree. Um, do you have anything else to add, or can no, I jump no, into that's my it. next one? Go to the next one. All right, hundred percent. Let's jump to uh, let's jump to successful. All right. Now, this one is very interesting to me. This is another Drake sample um, off of So Far Gone as well. 
So you could tell Drake's a big influence, not to mention the um, the Drake little uh, skit, the phone call in, in the middle of the album as well, or mixtape. But uh, anyways, this uh, samples the Drake song Successful, which features Lil Wayne off So Far Gone. Um, this track, to me, in my opinion, and I want it, and I'm curious because I know one of the other songs you picked, and um, I think that I think that uh, you picked it for the same reason that I picked this one, and that this track, to me, of all the tracks on the tape, I think fits Connor best. <laughs> That's funny. Is that wh- is that why you picked the other one? Um, that we'll get to later. That that wasn't something that I specifically said, but I mean, it definitely is part of it. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but what do you think about successful? Like, do you think do you agree with? The, would you agree with that statement that of all the songs on this project, do you think this fits Connor the mo- the best? Yeah, I I literally wrote this beat feels very John Connor esque. Yeah, it's the way the way it's it's so soft and mellow, but then you know obviously Connor brings that energy that yeah. punch that punch to the beat um that really kind of deliver and and those soft those soft spoken beats really kind of allow connor to um and his passion to really come through very well mm-hmm. and so um that's something that you'll see throughout a lot of his mixtapes um this to me kind of looked like again with this being the first mixtape that uh that we're reviewing this is kind of like a glimpse into i think into you know what we continue to see from the rest of the tapes from john connor definitely yeah so even though it's only a minute 30 it's definitely one of my favorite songs on the on the uh on the tape um you got anything you want to add to it yeah i i I pretty much said the same thing i said it's a uh it's a super simple track one verse one chorus um but uh, yeah i definitely agree with you it's i think it's a combination of that like soft melodic beat with his kind of like rough and deep voice that mm-hmm. mixes so well. So, yeah. yeah, that 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 definitely I just, I thought the exact same thing. I think this is the type of beat that he really excels on. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, um I'll toss it to you. What's your next record? Um I went with Something You Forgot. Uh the reason honestly kind of similar to the maniac one is that this sample is so hard i think so at least and i i I said the same thing because i don't know if he actually produced all this but whoever did produce uh this song and thought of this sample and put it all together is is a genius i think it's amazing he's he's snapping on the song and he's also demanding your respect in his lyrics uh that was one thing i really liked about it um and uh i think his performance over it makes it like a very overall smooth and just dope song just i I don't really know how better way to put it but that's how i would explain it (laughs) bro we are gonna agree so much on this on on this people are gonna hate us i know people are gonna people are gonna be like wow you guys really don't argue much no we don't like this is why we're homies but um i literally wrote down the first thing i wrote down was such a dope record (laughs) but uh But uh, no, one of the cool the cool lines um, to speak to again his rapping that you said uh, that you said was very well done and I agree. Um, he says, "Cause when because uh, when you all in, that's when you all win." That's a life motto right there. Facts. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's an inspirational quote right there, which is something that John Connor never lacks in his content. But no. uh, but yeah, this is a standout record to me as well. Um, brilliant sample. This is a sample I do like that was um, that he used on this, which is uh, which is which is uh, kind of interesting because it combats my last one with Maniac. But uh, yeah, I like 
I like this sample. I like the way this one was used. I think it I think it fit a lot better than Maniac, in my personal opinion. Sweet. Alright. Um without further ado, I'll jump to my next my last track and um I got some I got some thoughts on this one. So Alright, all right, so the last record I'm bringing up is Bounce. This to me is one of the biggest reach records I've heard from Connor in his whole catalog. Okay. And you know, you can you can just tell by the beat he's trying to hop on the 2010 club rap wave, which you know, I'm not knocking him for doing because all artists to a certain extent do reach. It's just uh so I think um so I think it's only right to criticize the quality, not the not the effort. So I'm not knocking Connor for reaching because every single artist reaches from from Kendrick to Drake to whoever, like everyone reaches to an extent, um, with, with certain records. Um, but what I, with this track, Connor and his team, blue city club, you know, which is his rap crew that appears a lot throughout this, uh, throughout these tapes, uh, which is signed to all varsity music. Um, they just deliver a, the, the hook is boring, generic and repetitive. And, uh, what separates this from other Connor tracks is that, 99% of Connor tracks, the verses really hold my attention, and this is one of them that it doesn't. And so so this is, as a result, this is one of the very few John Connor songs that if it comes on, I can't rock with it. And I think a, a big reason why this song doesn't come off as good to kind of like extend an olive branch is I think the mixing of the song, like the bass just doesn't really hit or have a strong presence, and I think it should... Um, and I know that's kind of nitpicking when it comes to a mixtape because, you know, with mixtapes, you know, there's always like at least the real mixtapes, not the nowadays mixtapes that are like albums disguised as mixtapes. But uh, but these mixtapes are kind of like ripped, almost torrented uh, versions of other instrumentals a, a lot of times. And so the mixing isn't always as precise and clean as like albums. But but um, but isn't that the whole point of this song is that it's supposed to thump and not necessarily the verses or the lyrics anyway. So to me, it kind of like falls flat on all levels. Um, but there is a silver lining, though. Um, he has some bars in here, which are which uh, say off to the room. Now we got ones all in the mood and they all in the nude. And that is actually a sample that he uses um, in, a, in a track off season two. Uh, which I'm sure I'll talk about, which is a much better version of this song. So um, my point is Connor can do this song better, but this one fell short in my eyes. Yeah, I I think the chorus on this song is actually pretty sick. And really, and I like I don't I don't mind the beat either. Uh, the beat makes me when I listen to this song, it makes me feel like the artists on this song are are about to snap. Um, it gives me like a like an like an excitement build up to the to the verses and i think that the features are dope on it um but to be completely honest i don't think that john connor is at his best on this track um i think i think the features are are solid you know it it's what i would ex- expect from from features that you know these aren't like huge names or anything um mm. but i don't know i think Everything put together, I, I like I like this song. I think it's okay, really? um, but I don't think that I don't I just don't think that he he really I don't think he stood out to me like I like I would expect him to on this song. I think You're right. he um, I think normally when I listen to a John Connor song or um, even like a feature, I'm like 
really blown away by him and he stands out and a lot of it's his voice and and his delivery and everything and I, I don't think he really stood out that much on this one i will totally agree with that but i also um i'm also i'm also curious because that that's funny that you say that the way you took the instrumental as well as uh as well as the verses because to me that was a that was a total flip like you didn't see this as like a club rap wave track you kind of seen it as more of like a hype like well, I uh, no, I, I don't think it didn't seem to me when I was listening to it that it was supposed to be like a club banger. It seemed more like it was supposed to be maybe something that was a little um, a little catchier and maybe more had a little more mass appeal to it. But um, I don't I can't think of a song to compare it to. Uh, I don't like know. A mainstream I just song, but. I just think the way the way the hook was made, you know, would just give me that bounce and, and the beat. Like I think it was trying to be, maybe. Well, so that's it, that's it, interesting it though that you that you interpreted it this way. Maybe I'm interpreting it the wrong way, and that's changing my whole perception because my my whole perception is kind of based around it being that kind of song. So yeah, you know, if I'm know. if I'm actually misinterpreting it, then it could change. But still, um, none of the verses stand out to me. Um, not even Connor and. You know, you're right. You you spoke on that. Like Connor has always seems to have a presence um on on every track that he's on. And this is one where it's just kinda he's there. But um but yeah, man, shout out to John Connor because the silver lining in this is it got the it got the dope sample that led to uh, led to a song called Ones off uh off season two, which was a real dope track. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, uh, you want to jump into your last uh, song? Yeah, uh, so the last one I picked is uh, The Message. Um, basically, he's just spitting bars and facts on this song. He's he's flexing his pen game and definitely doesn't disappoint. This is this is kind of – I would – this is one of the songs that um, for somebody who doesn't know who John Connor is, I would tell them to go listen to this song and this will give them um, – kind of a a platform for the rest of listening to his discography on kind of like you know this is this is a very good example of of the kind of stuff that you're going to hear but it's not like his absolute best records you know this this mixtape as a whole it's his first one a good entry to the game everything whatever but this this is the type of song where he he brings it and this is to me kind of like um you know especially looking forward to the mixtapes that he has and the songs on those mixtapes, I'm kind of like, okay, this is this is a very good example of if you heard this song when it came out or if you listened to this first before the rest of the mixtapes, this is a very good example of something, the type of stuff you're going to hear on a lot of records in the future. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. I think um, I think you brought up an interesting point there that this is a very dope. Um, and a very um, strong insight into what he is bringing in the future. Um, it's it's just a dope boom bap record, like you said. Um, and it's and I think um, I don't know if you you kind of lean towards that. You liked the rapping on this, but I would go as far as to say this is one of the best, uh, some of the best rapping on the tape. Would you agree? No, with yeah, that? yeah, definitely. You know, there's really nothing else to it except that he bodied this song, <laughs> right. Right, yeah, 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 hundred percent. So, um, it's a dope track. Um, go check it out. It's definitely one of the ones that stand out. And uh, 
it's cool because this is one of the tapes. This is actually the only tape outside of season two, technically, um, that I listened that I that I actually had to go back to listen to. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like all the other ones, we were you know we were fans with John Connor, so we were getting them as they dropped. Whereas this is one where we're we're revisiting. So right. it's kind of an interesting uh, perspective. But uh, without further ado, I'll take the lead on my overall thoughts, and then um, then you can chime in. So I'm going with overall a 6 out of 10. Um, John Connor's rapping is on point. His melodies are not as polished as other mixtapes. Again, this is, like you said, his first mixtape um, as far as we're reviewing. Um, this is, uh, of all the tapes, probably has the most kind of mainstream reach songs, I would say. Uh, that bounce, unofficial girl, uh, maniac girls around the world in a day, and um, with a lot of those songs, I don't like the hooks. Like in, in songs like maniac and unofficial girl, they're kind of just too simple for me, but um, and don't really kind of hold my attention. Uh, but again, there's dope verses throughout the throughout the whole project. But the problem is. Um, he doesn't switch it up as much as um, as much as he does on other projects, and to me, his voice isn't as powerful. Like it doesn't sound as raw and passionate as other tapes. But I think that's more of like the recording or production issue, not really something Connor is doing. Like it could be maybe the microphone he's using or the way he's mixing the instrumentals. Um, but they're just his voice doesn't come through as powerful as it does on a lot of other projects. Um, but, uh, but another, and and I think another thing that kind of like, that kind of speaks on that and builds on that is that, uh, this project doesn't fit John Connor as well as, as well as others. Um, outside of a few songs, we highlighted like successful, um, um, Uptown, uh, The Message, Something You Forgot, like those are records that kind of highlight but um, outside, there are other songs on here that don't really kind of that don't really um, fit John Connor as well, um, and I think that's some of the reason why some of these songs fall short to me. And I say this all the time: having an ear for picking beats is half the battle. Um, and I think that's something he he improves on a lot as we go forward, especially even when we jump to the next tape. Even uh, the change is drastic for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, again. The rapping is still entertaining, and this me- this mixtape features a bunch of dope star-studded shoutouts, like guys like Ti um, and Drake. Uh, so those were those were dope. Those were very dope moments. Um, and again, man, the rapping is, you know, John Connor is an MC, like he can spit. So this mixtape is still, even though it's, you know, even though it's, I think it's probably going to be the lowest ranked of the mixtapes for me. Um, I think it's, uh, I think, I think the rapping is still good and the rapping still holds my attention. Um, so it's, uh, overall throughout the project. So it's still a dope project, still a dope mixtape. I 100% tell every, tell everybody they should cop it. And, uh, if you're listening, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know that tape and you download it, uh, my favorites that I would recommend you check out are Uptown, Poison, that LimeWire reference was dope. That's a shout-out to my middle school days. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, successful. And uh, If I Was Your Girl, which was an awesome uh, Leah Mack feature, which, you know, we'll, you and I will talk about Leah Mack in these yep. upcoming projects for sure. Um, Definitely. But 
yeah, I'll toss it to you. Uh, where do you want to go with your overall rating and thoughts? Yeah, this is uh, overall definitely not my favorite John Connor album, but to be fair, it's a. I think it's a really um, a really good entry to the game if you're as far as him just um, showing off and flexing his lyrical ability. Um, I think it's I think it's a solid project, but there's not a whole lot of stuff from this one that if I'm choosing to. To go back to some of my favorite John Connor stuff, I I, I really don't go back to this mixtape. And like mm-hmm. we said, I was I was late on this mixtape. I think pretty much everybody was. It seems like most of the people that um, started on John Connor either found him sim- uh, usually found him a similar way that we did. And um, I, I want to say that the reason that season two was the first one I went to is because when you go to Datpiff. Maybe not now, but it at least was the first one that came up because I think it had like the highest rating. I'm not sure about that. Um, mm-hmm. But it, like I said, it's not that this project is bad at all, but I think he has other work that is literally some of my favorite music in the world, and that's why I don't come back to this uh, this mixtape. He uh, he does have some big some big shout outs on this, like you said though. Uh, you mentioned Drake. I think even uh, Rick Ross and Nas were two other ones on this, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Good call, good call. Yeah, yeah so I like about those. that's pretty crazy if <laughs> you think about that's it. Real dope. Yeah, that's in, that's insane if you, especially looking at the game now. It's like wow, damn. He had some big <laughs> yeah. cosigns even on this mixtape, which it's like if you if if he's getting that that look on this just wait till what he's going to get on some of this upcoming stuff. So, right. uh, yeah, um, I actually wrote down my overall was six and a half out of 10. So we're pretty close there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall it's a, it's a solid, it's a solid mixtape. Just not my favorite. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, it kind of, it kind of sucks that I, that we had to start off, but we're going chronological order. Uh, but it kind of sucks that, you know, on his birthday we delivered, I think is both our least favorite mixtape. But on the bright side, John, if you're still listening, it only gets better from here. A lot. A hundred percent. A lot get, better. It's going to get yeah. a lot better. Yeah, it'll get a lot better real fast. Um, but anyways, uh, so what were some of your favorite records off this joint? Um, Something You Forgot and The Message were definitely my two favorite. I think those are super dope songs. And then um, I like the, the, uh, um, the intro track as well. I thought it Uptown. was yeah. I thought it was I thought it was a super solid intro, and like we said, that beat was perfect for him. And moving forward, it's the type of beat that people need are gonna have to listen for because those are the ones where he excels. A hundred percent. So, all right, that will wrap up the first episode of Connor Week. Thank you all for listening. Um, again, my name is Chris Platty. You can follow me on Twitter. At Real Chris Platty. Uh, this is my Strictly Hip Hop podcast, but I also have a Strictly Hoop Talk podcast, which is on the same feed, and that covers NBA. So I'm doing a lot of stuff here. You know, it's NBA playoff basketball time, so I got a lot of content coming. Um, and check out my hip hop. Uh, check out my hip hop podcast as well. The previous ones I uploaded, I do not just album reviews, but discussions as well. Um, you know, covering artists with all sorts of people too. Um, again, I have a lot of the dead end people on here from time to time, as well as um, as well as other um, as well as other people uh, like Drew Parks, an artist who actually used to be known as Drew Thirty Two, who used to run with John Connor and be cool with John Connor. Um, he's also uh, he's also uh, 
I interviewed him one time, and that was that was really dope. We actually talked about John Connor in that podcast, so uh, if you want to go back and listen, check that out. Uh, that was a really really dope interview. He has an interesting story, and um, he's a he's a dope dude. Um, but yeah, so uh, also Connor, I'll let you plug yourself because you could probably plug hype and everything you do better than I can. So I'll toss it to you. Yeah, the only thing that I would really uh, want to talk about is the uh, the hype clothing brand. Um, we, we run it ourselves. It's just me and my roommate and his brother. Um, we make, it's pretty much like a, I think it's a really dope streetwear type brand. Um, the logo's really nice. And the biggest thing about it is that a 10% of the proceeds from every sale on anything on the website go directly towards, um, Money, it's money that goes directly towards uh, families of uh, that are dealing with cancer or somebody in the family is dealing with cancer. And, you know, we we don't believe that they should have the the uh, financial stress that comes with that. If this is something that they're going through, you know, it's already hard enough for somebody to go through that. So we want to donate money to those families to help them pay their treatment bills. So that's something that they don't have to worry about in such a hard time. You can check that out. Um, the biggest thing we'd like you to follow the Twitter at wearhype w e a r h y p three on everything Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The website is wearhype.com w e a r h y p three dot com. Um, and like I said, ten uh, percent of every sale goes towards helping families that are dealing with uh, cancer treatment bills. Yeah, man, which is 100% um, a dope thing that you're doing and a big reason why I chose to, you know, have you spot, have your clothing brand sponsor a podcast because it's really dope to me that that a that a young uh, that a young business uh, like your your guys's and filled with, you know, run by young kids is doing such a such a great thing. I mean, not really not really many businesses. I don't even know of another business, to be honest, that has kids your age running it and doing what um and doing that kind of stuff and giving back to the community so that's really awesome i have a hoodie as well um that that you guys sent me which is amazing i wear it all the time um and it's comfy it's it's the fabric is great um it it's it's awesome like you said streetwear so definitely please go uh support hype because it's a dope movement and it's doing dope things and it's and it's only the beginning right Yes, sir. Thank you very much for as well for your support. We really appreciate it. Oh, hundred percent. You guys are you guys are family to me. You know that. But uh, all right. Without further ado, this has been John Connor of uh, oh well. Let's call it. Let's is we're calling it Connor Week. So Connor week. we'll say this is yep. Yeah, this is Connor Week. So do hashtag Connor Week on Twitter. Um. And we will see you back tomorrow with episode two, which is season two, the mixtape that Connor and I first got into when it comes to John Connor. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be dope.